Good morning and welcome to Friday morning, May the 21st in 2021 on When I Rise. Happy anniversary to my in-laws, Mark and Barb. Hope that you have a great day today. We are on the Friday of year B, the day of Pentecost in the Revised Common Lectionary. And on Fridays, we'd like to take a look at the gospel text for the week. And so we're going to be back in the Gospel of John. This is kind of a an interesting collection of verses today. John 15, verses 26 and 27. Then over to chapter 16, verses 4 through 15. So let me read that passage, provide a couple points for reflection, and then we'll spend our time praying along a theme that we find there this morning. Thanks for making this part of your morning on When I Rise. Let's allow our souls to rise and meet God together in a time of prayer. John chapter 15, verses 26 through 27, and then chapter 16, verses 4 through 15. When the Advocate comes, whom I will send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who goes out from the Father, he will testify about me. And you must also testify, for you have been with me from the beginning. I have told you this so that when their time comes, you will remember that I warned you about them. I did not tell you this from the beginning because I was with you, but now I'm going to him who sent me. None of you asked me, where are you going? Rather, you are filled with grief because I have said these things. But very truly, I tell you, it is for your good that I am going away. Unless I go away, the advocate will not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. When he comes, he will prove the world to be in the wrong about sin and righteousness and judgment. About sin because people do not believe in me. About righteousness because I am going to the Father, where you can see me no longer. And about judgment because the prince of this world now stands condemned. I have much more to say to you, more than you can now bear. But when he, the Spirit of truth, comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears, and he will tell you what is yet to come. He will glorify me because it is from me that he will receive what he will make known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will receive me from what he will make known to you. This is the word of God for us. In a world of self-improvement and all of the talk about growth mindset and performance tracks, the wisdom tradition tells us that we need to facet that optimism about our lives with an idea called necessary losses that we actually gain by losing. This is part of the gospel uh, books, the gospel story that is challenging for us to read because we're like the disciples. What could be better than Jesus being with us for a whole lot longer? They've enjoyed his fellowship. They've marveled at his teaching. They've enjoyed how he has protected them. Uh, they've watched the wonders that he has performed. And they can think of nothing else. Like their parameters are that uh, it is better for Jesus to be with them. And so they are probably surprised, as you and I would be surprised, when Jesus announces that it's better that he is taken from them so that someone else can come in his place. So on this day of Pentecost, where we celebrate the Holy Spirit, the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives, we come back to this text once more and we say, what can we receive from this today? What we can receive is that um, in a couple a couple of different things, I think, come to the surface. The first thing is that fellowship is reorganized um, as 
uh, we think about what it means to be in fellowship with God. Uh, I think sometimes we think of fellowship, we think of being connected with someone deliberately and intentionally and directly, right? So we are connected with someone when they're in the room with us or if they're on the phone and we can hear their voice. But have you ever experienced something where perhaps you were I don't know, pushing a shopping cart down an aisle and the song in the background comes over the loudspeaker and it's like somebody's favorite song who you know and they're not with you, but somehow like hearing that song connects them with you and you can't see them nor can you hear them. Nor are they on your mind in that moment, but that song kind of sparks this connection with them. And I think you and I would confess that we actually had fellowship with them. So Jesus is saying this in a mystery that it's actually better for him to be taken away from the disciples directly so that he could still have fellowship with them indirectly through the presence of the Holy Spirit, right? So Jesus says, whatever I'm going to give to you, it's got to go to the Holy Spirit first and he will reveal everything that I have given to him so that he can give it to you. And so we crave fellowship with the Holy Spirit because we crave fellowship with Jesus. And so it allows us, the Holy Spirit allows us to have fellowship with Jesus because he allows us to commune with him even further. I think also uh, an important facet of this uh, discourse from Jesus is that uh, we get truth in in batches, right? In like updates, kind of like the updates that we get on our phone or like when an app updates, uh, we can't get it all at once. And so it's good for, there's like a, a mild progression and a mild building of uh, the, the truth that we get. And so Jesus says, I have much more to say to you, but I, c- I can't give it all to you now. But the spirit of truth is going to come and he's going to lead you into all truth. And he's going to do it. We would um, also infer with this at the right time. He's going inf- to he's going to give it to you at the time when you need it the most and when you're prepared for it. I think all of us have experienced this sometime in our Christian life. We would like to know the will of God and we like approach God like, can you give me the big blueprint or like the uh, the metro track so I can know where the stops are, where the turns are, how long it's going to take, um, any obstacles that are up on the road? Can can you just give me it all at once and? Somehow we think that would be better, but what's actually best is that we can just get the next piece of the journey. And so the Spirit does the same thing. Jesus wants to continue to reveal truth to us, but truth needs to be received in the right way, right? With the right mindset, with the right posture. Uh, and so this is what the Holy Spirit does. He is timing the truth that God wants to reveal to us. He knows our hearts. He knows God's heart. He knows the signs of the times. He knows the seasons that we're in. And so he says, not yet. Or yeah, now's the right time. Now's the right time through this circumstance or from this person or from this experience. This is the time now that they can learn the lesson that's vital for the next phase of their journey. So all that to say is like when we meditate on a passage like this, which has its different twists and turns. And sometimes once again, Jesus is trying to explain stuff, but he's maybe getting ahead of himself and backtracking a little bit as he's trying to spin his last vital moments with his disciples, we come to the conclusion that we're in we're in need of God and we're in need of God's spirit. And so as we get closer to the day of Pentecost this Sunday and as we meditate on John 15, may our hearts be open once again to receive the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Because what's at stake? We get to know Jesus more and we get to know the truth that Jesus wants us to know and to hear and to understand at the right time. So consider that thorny issue that you're dealing with right now. Consider the overwhelming season that you're in where you need uh, some sort of leadership, some sort of wisdom. You need you need to know what's the next faithful step forward. Well, do you, you and I trust that the Holy Spirit's going to reveal to that, that to us at the right time? It might be tough for us at this moment. That's why we need to pray and give ourselves over to God and say, God, you're a God, I am not. 
and in your own time, please reveal what needs to be revealed to me so I can continue to be faithful to you. Let's spend some time praying together this morning. Spirit of the living God, we confess today that you are the spirit of truth. There's no falsehood within you. Therefore, you can be trusted with our whole lives. But we confess to you that at times we try to take matters into our own hands or we lean upon lesser truth that's not really effective or helpful for us. And so we confess to you once more that we need your help and we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit once again. So God, we pray upon these promises that Jesus told his disciples in the upper room that uh, you're calling us to testify, and so you'll give us the spirit of truth to help us to testify. We also thank you that he's an advocate, that he will uh, protect us, that he will stand on our behalf, and uh, we're able to be protected because of what Jesus and the spirit of Christ can do for us. God, we also thank you that you're going to lead us into all truth, and it's going to be at the right time, that we don't need it all at once. Therefore, we're tempted to believe that. We know that you're going to give us enough for today. Just like the Israelite community who have left Egypt and they're wandering through the wilderness and there's enough manna for the day, we believe that you're going to give us the manna for the Spirit every single day. And so as we face this new day, we open up our hearts and our minds to you and we ask, Holy Spirit, speak to us, lead us into all truth, empower us to make the next faithful step ahead. I ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen.